And Merv, welcome to the show. How are you, mate? Gussie, how are you? Jude, Candice. Now, Candice, yeah. I've got to pull you up. <laughs> yes. You may have been one of the greatest, but the 2016 grand final when the mighty Bulldogs oh. got up. Oh. Cannot beat that, I'm afraid. <laughs> I was there that day. I know, but what you're saying, Candice, is right. I was at the ground doing some work, and we, we got there four hours, four and a half hours before the game, and the atmosphere outside was like nothing we've, I've ever seen before. Um, the big The big games are... Um, Australia play England in an Ashes on Boxing Day or mm. um, a couple of big one days and that. And you just looked at it and thought, this this is something special. And didn't the game deliver? And Virat mm. Kohli, what a superstar. Well, Merv, you, you used to have Bay 13 in your palm of your hand. And yeah, as you mentioned, Virat Kohli and, and his uh, partnership with Hardik as well, just uh, the ability to just find a way, it was just something to behold. Oh, yeah, without doubt. So uh, when the game started, I thought after 10 overs, Pakistan were just out of it. Um, the, the Indian bowlers bowled really well. Um, but they were fantastic, weren't they? Mm. Um, and gee, to get uh, Barbe out for, for a duck, mm. uh, that first ball, you just thought, oh, Pakistan are really going to struggle. They find a way to get to 160. They started with the ball really well. And in fact, after 10 overs, um, they, they were in front of what India were after 10 overs, and India were really struggling. But... Two experienced players at the at the Chris Hardik and and Virat, they, and they just batted absolutely fantastically. Bit of a hiccup in that last over. There was a, a lot happening. <laughs> Crazy there. last over. It, it was the most eventful last over I've ever seen in a game of cricket. But um, India got across the line. But yeah, it was just a um, a really fitting end, so a really close finish. And and the thing about that, it just kept the crowd involved. It was fantastic. Um, and, yeah, no, it was, it was it was a great spectacle. In great comparison to the night before at the SCG, which was literally one of the worst performances by an Australian team, 200 by New Zealand, certainly above par, but the way that we batted, Merv, it, uh, it's going to make it tough for us. Um, yeah, without doubt, disappointing. So um, you would think having a look at the groups, it's three of the six teams have got a big chance to go through. So in Australia's group, it's New Zealand, England and Australia. So... Um, from our point of view now, we hope that uh, New Zealand can beat England and that we knock over England. And then we've got to worry about the run differential. Mm. Um, because of, of such a heavy defeat, we've, we've got to think about that net run rate. And that, that's going to be a real handful to get back. But uh, the Aussies showed in the last 2020 World Cup, they lost the first game. Uh, they progressed well and, and things fell their way. So um, fingers crossed. But uh, I think um, things are going to have to fall our way uh, for us to make the the the, the semi-finals and the, and the final, and in the other group, of course, it's going to be India, Pakistan, and uh, South Africa. And you would think on last night's um, game, I reckon that the MCC, I reckon Cricket Australia and the ICC would be hoping for a Pakistan-India final at the MCG on the on the 13th of November. Yeah. That'd be another massive one. But Obviously, from our point of view, Gussie, come on, the Aussie boys. <laughs> yeah. we've, we've got to get up and get through. Merv, you talk about the net run rate. Australia take on Sri Lanka tomorrow um, tomorrow night at um, over in Perth. Perth now, yeah. what do they need? If Australia win the toss, do they bat first and try to get a really big total and then bowl them out you know, cheaply, or do we send them in to bat first and, and try to get them out? Like, what, what, What's the best plan for Australia? How long is a piece of string? Mm. Um, what would you do? One, Candace, is it? it just depends on the conditions. Um, and in the 2020, the conditions don't change that much. So when all the talk last night was after Australia's um, effort on, on Saturday night that whoever wins a toss should bat. 
Um, but there was moisture in the air. The wicket had been under covers for virtually three days and, and the ball moved around. That The first six overs, that power play by India was exceptional. And then um, Pakistan did the same in, in their power play. They, they bowled really well. So it just depends on the conditions. Um, and the Australians know the conditions better than most. And that, that's why I was a bit of a surprise with Finch that he, he, he sent um, New Zealand in the other night. Cause they may have been worried about rain. And when it's a shortened game, you want to know what you're chasing. Um, so it's, it's an easier sort of a setup. But you, when, when you say you've got to worry about it, yes, but um, control the controllables. If it's not raining at the time, win the toss. And if it's a good wicket, uh, you just, I reckon my, my option is just bat and get a good score and defend because Australia have got an exceptional bowling lineup. But geez, full credit to New Zealand. They, they, feel, they outfielded us, they were fantastic. Um, they bowled well and they hit well. And probably you don't want to point the finger at anyone, but that, that early catch by Zampa um, was probably the turning point because he, if we get that fella out early, he mm. went on to make, what, 46 off 16 balls or something and just got New yeah. Zealand off to a flyer. So, yeah, yeah Danny Allen. So that, that's the big one is that you, you just got to hold your catches. And we've seen the India and the Pakistan game, both teams fielded really well. Yes, there was a couple of catches put down. But England fielding was exceptional and New Zealand's fielding on Saturday night was superb. Just on a side note, Merv, I mean, the West Indies, how disappointing was that not to, you know, to see them out after just three matches? Well, how much do I know about cricket? They were my smoky to win the 2020. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, they're a two-time think, champion, though. Oh, mate, they've got that much talent. Mm. But they it's almost as though they were going to canter through, beat Ireland, beat Scotland, um, qualify and then worry about it. And the way they played, they just didn't didn't respect the game, didn't respect yeah. the opponents. Um, they just hit the ball up. And, and that's that's what we spoke about last night pre-game, is that the size of the grounds in Australia undo a, a few of the teams, and um, England, Pakistan, uh, the Indians, and, and even the West Indies, because they can mishit balls on their home ground and they go for six. Yeah. You mishit a ball here, you're getting caught 15 metres in, and that happened a lot in last night's game, and we saw it happen when when uh, the West Indies played Ireland down in Hobart, is that they were getting caught 10, 15 metres in from the rope because they, they haven't nailed it. If, if you don't nail it here in Australia, um, it, it doesn't go the distance. Good on you, Merv. So good to hear you. The Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell. Weekdays from 4 on Triple M.